Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Claire Marquick, and this is Real Life Business. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening, then thank you so much for lending me your ears. And if you are back for another episode, thank you again for your continued support. If you're in business and like me, wear many different hats, then this is the show for you. If you're wanting more time, more money, less stress, more control, this is the show for you. Join me each week for a blend of conversation and solo episodes where we get real about business and talk about how best to navigate that emotional and financial roller coaster we find ourselves on without driving ourselves mad. This isn't your average small business podcast, but then who wants to be average? You ready? Let's get into it. Welcome to episode number 33 and what is going to be the final episode of the Real Life Business Podcast for 2021. This week, I am doing a bit of an inspired share, a bit of an off-the-cuff episode, um, so a bit more casual, just going to get me chatting, reflecting on the year that has been. I had an episode planned in for today, but quite frankly, I just I just wasn't feeling like, just wasn't feeling it, just wasn't feeling like recording that session this week. So I am putting off my Money Buckets episode until early in the new year, so um, keep your ears peeled for that one. But today, I wanted to, I guess, touch on that theme of feeling inspired because it has been a bit of a a sub-theme for me this year and something that I'm really learning to lean into. I know that for myself, When I'm feeling restricted in a situation, I will rebel and I will um, do everything I can to break myself free because I have discovered that I really like to do things on my terms. And I have battled with that over the years, to be honest, because there's been a part of me that has been like, Claire, that's really childish. You can't always have things your own way. You can't always do things that you like to do. And as a mom, you know, those words have come out of my mouth to our kids as well, saying that, you know, life isn't fair. Shit always happens. We can't always do everything that we want to do. So I almost feel like I've been a bit hypocritical trying to work that into my business. But I think what it ultimately comes down to is that, you know, (laughs) yes, there are things in adult life and 11-year-old life, as my son would probably um, say as well. But certainly in adult life, there's there's things that we have to do that we don't always want to do. Like I spent the morning this morning cleaning cobwebs off of our veranda window because we have a house full of people coming for, um, for Christmas. And I was literally saying to um, a client of mine this morning, you know, we usually have our six monthly rental inspections and then Christmas – uh, that we always that we always host sort of six months apart, but with COVID moving our rental inspections to virtual, and then last year we we went away for Christmas. We went to someone else's house. I think it probably has been a good two years since we've done the big house cleanse, if you like. You know the the dog hairs, the um, the spiders webs, the the dirt on the roof under the eaves, you know, the the big things that you don't 
to always keep on top of. So yeah, I spent my morning doing that, which isn't something I necessarily got a lot of thrills out of doing, but we have to do them. Well, I digress a little bit. Where I was going was, I'm learning that there isn't anything wrong though in creating a business that works for us. In fact, we need to create a business that works for us. So I am leaning into the idea of doing things when I feel inspired to do them instead of forcing myself to do something just because I've said I'm going to do it or putting it on my you know, list that I'm going to record something on this topic today. If I then don't feel inspired to do that, if I did it anyway, I'd probably um, not perform at my best. Whereas now you're getting a completely, um, a completely free-spirited, inspired conversation. You might be sitting there thinking, "Geez, I wish we had the money buckets." This is a bit of a ramble, but you know, hey, this is this is where the energy is. This is what I'm um, putting out there this week. But this whole idea of themes. The whole idea of us having a theme for the year is something that we've been talking about in the Real Life Business Hub in our boardroom, our group coaching sessions. And I really like the idea of having a theme for the year because it gives us it gives us like a guiding principles through which to um, filter our decisions. So for me, 2021 had the theme of opportunity and my thinking around that was that I wanted to open myself up to new opportunities. I wanted to allow myself to see things that I might not otherwise have seen. So that might have been new business opportunities, that might have been bringing new people into my network, that might have been doing things I wouldn't normally have done. And, you know, the question that I always asked myself was, you know, what is the opportunity here? Or what is this situation giving me the opportunity to learn? Or what opportunities could I get from going to this event or speaking with this person or whatever it might be? And I found that that has really opened up some great avenues for me this year. And I'm now doing things in my business that I don't, I honestly don't believe I would have been doing had I not have had the focus of that theme. Now, the other, the other way in which themes work really well for me, like I said before, like when I feel too confined by something, I start to rebel against it. And what I have noticed this year is that even when I have set myself goals, I have got a tendency to rebel against them because I feel like there is too much regulation or confinement around what I'm doing, even though um, they're goals that I've set for myself. Now, you might say, well, there's probably feedback to you there, Claire, that you're not setting goals in alignment, in true alignment with um, what you want to achieve or, or who you are. And that's probably true. And, and that, that's something that I'm focusing on for um, right now as well. But that's why I find themes so valuable because they give me, someone who I know is very driven by variety, very, very driven by intuition. Um, they give me a framework through which to focus, but they don't restrict me. So if you're someone who doesn't like setting goals or finds setting goals hard or you'll set a goal just because you feel like you ought to and then you do nothing about it and then you feel really shitty because you haven't actually done anything 
towards the goal that you thought you ought to set for yourself. If that's you and you're kind of thinking, oh my God, yes, try a theme instead. Set yourself a theme for next year. So a word that you commit to living by and running decisions through and moving your business through that filter and see if that makes a difference. So for me, my 2022 theme is lifestyle. And what I intend by having the theme of lifestyle is that I want everything that I do in my business to be moving me more towards my ideal lifestyle. And I speak to my um, private coaching clients and my hub members all the time about being able to define what success looks like for us because the lifestyle that I want to be living could be very different to the lifestyle, the dream lifestyle that you want to be living and that will be very different to the dream style lifestyle that someone else wants to be living. And so it's really important that we can define the lifestyle that we want and then create the business around it. You know, it's not our business's job to get to a point where we suddenly can click our fingers and say, I have that lifestyle. You know, our business is never going to give us that. We give that to ourselves by making the decision as to the lifestyle that we want. And then we create the business that gives us that. See the difference there? So I have reached a point where I am now reassessing what success looks like for me. And this is something really important as well. We can we can set what success looks like for us. And then when we get there, it's time to reassess and ups, upscale, upthink, move ourselves up to the next level. So 2022 for me is going to be all about working less to earn more. And I know for a fact that that is going to trigger the hell out of some people because that used to trigger the hell out of me too. And I was literally saying to another coach that I um, follow just not long before I press record on this recording, oh my God, you know, she posted something that not six months ago would have triggered the hell out of me and probably caused me to unfollow her, which I have done. I have done that. Um, because I'm like, I can't, I can't stand this. I can't, I can't watch someone spruik about how much money they're earning when there's people that are really, you know, really struggling right now. You know, it really, really got to me, but there's been a shift in my thinking. There's been a shift in how I think about money and how I value money. And I bloody want it. I want lots of it in my business and I also am of the belief that I don't need to hustle like a mofo to get it. So lifestyle is my theme for 2022 and I'm bloody looking forward to working less and earning more. Who wouldn't want that, right? So what could be your theme for 2022? What's going to be your guiding word or your guiding force that helps you make decisions in your business, that helps you decide whether you turn left or right or choose A or B or whatever it might be. Maybe you're not sure. Maybe maybe you are feeling tired and exhausted and maybe you're just ready for the break, be that physically or mentally. And that is 100% okay. I think this time... This time of year, it's like the end of financial year. It's a really great time to 
stop and pause and reflect. Despite how well our businesses have been going, the last couple of years really have been a drain, I think, on the entire human civilization, um, mentally and physically in some regards, but certainly mentally. I think whether we whether we buy into and get sucked into all the news and all the media or whether we try and avoid it, you know, there is so much negativity around us, it's particularly in the media, that it has been a really challenging year to manage our energy. And so this is a great time to really take a break and really reflect on what we want our businesses to be for us. You know, ask yourself some questions. What is it that I need? What do I want? What do I want more of in my life? What do I want less of in my life? What lifestyle is my business here for? You know, what do I, how do I want to be living? How do I want to be working? How do I want to be showing up for my customers or clients? Do I want to be doing the the hands-on daily hustle or do I want a business that kind of can operate a bit without me? Um, what is it that we want? I talk so much about if we can't articulate it, we can't have it. So perhaps if you're feeling a bit flat, if you're feeling a bit tired, if you're feeling a bit just generally over it, this could be a really great time to ask some of those reflection questions and help sort of refocus your mind on, on where to put the priority in 2022 when we get back into it in the new year. If you want help with that, um, I'm going to put a link to a really cool little resource in the show notes to this episode. So there's just some prompt questions in there to help you uncover what you want your business to be for you. And don't forget, if you want more help and more support in actually achieving that into 2022, I am actually opening um, both the real life business hub and my private coaching to new clients. So if that's something that you think you could benefit from next year, from January, then send me an email, Claire at reignitepc.com.au or shoot me a DM on Insta and um, we can have a chat about which of those options might be right for you. So before I go, I thought I'd just share a little bit of an entertaining story. This um, season of the podcast is all about resilience and how we define resilience, how we build resilience into ourselves and into our business. And um, I was talking to someone the other day about a moment that I'd had with our boys in the school holidays. And um, she was like, oh my God, that's podcast worthy right there. Talk about resilience. And I hadn't even noticed, I hadn't even realized. But um, when she pointed it out, I'm like, huh, yeah, there you go. So um, yeah, I thought I'd give it a, give it a share and give you a little, um, a little laugh at how I spend my time and the, um, the, the, the glories of having two very active little boys um, on school holidays. So for those of you who don't know, we live on a property in the Gubagandra Valley and um, we have got a paddock next to our house that's got a, quite a steep hill and there is a dam um, part way down that paddock and what our boys with the help of my husband decided last year was that it would be incredibly fun to take their sort of um, you know the black plastic BMX ramps 
if you don't have bike mad boys, you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but just imagine a big plastic molded ramp, essentially, a big triangular wedge, essentially. So they take that to the edge of the dam and they then walk back up the hill and then they cycle down on this, this BMX that they have adapted to be a dam BMX, being that it has got pool noodles cable tied all over it. Um, so they cycle down the hill and they launch themselves off of this ramp into the dam, which scared the living crap out of me the first time they did it. Um, and then I realized, okay, the dam is actually really deep. Um, it's kind of fun, yada, yada. So we had a successful summer of playing around doing that last year. The other day, both our boys had friends over for a sleepover. And so the four of them were looking for something to do on a hot day. And one of them decided, let's take the bike over to the dam. I was like, fine, okay, off you go. But I said, you know, there's been a lot of rain. The dam's probably changed. You know, do the scope out the dam first, check there's nothing on the bottom, yada, yada, which they did. And they were having great fun, taking it in turns, jumping the bike into the dam. Half an hour or so later, um, Mr. Eight comes back to the house in a bit of a grump saying that um, his brother had blamed him for losing the bike and it had nothing to do with him and he would, now he was in a sulk. So him and his mate came inside and got themselves cleaned up, dried off and whatever. I go over to the dam to find out what is happening and uh, Mr. Eleven, Kaiden and his mate are on the side of the dam and Kai is, shall we say, a little bit pissed off. He's effing and blinding as much as 11-year-olds eff and blind and curse and carrying on and getting all upset with himself. And essentially the long and the short of it is he'd done the most epic jump of all time and had launched himself into the dam at such a rate that he had sort of almost projected the bike away from him. So imagine kind of jumping over this jump and he'd come away from the bike. So he pushed the bike away from him, which is what we taught them to do. So they didn't land on pedals or handlebars or something. Um, and he'd splashed into the dam. The bike had splashed into the dam. And because it was such a big jump, it probably took him a few seconds to kind of go, come back up and find himself again. And by which point the bike had sunk. Despite the fact it is covered in pool noodles, we since, um, yeah, discovered that probably we need to replace said pool noodles every year instead of using the same UV damaged noodles from the previous year. Anyway, so I get him to come up to the house and uh, we have some lunch and then I decided, you know, then I sort of said, right, okay, guys, let's go back and find this bike. And he's like, we're never going to find it. Like we've been looking for it. And I do have to say the dam is incredibly deep. It is also very, very muddy. So we gathered up snorkels and goggles and pool noodles and everything else that we could think of that we might need. And we trudged back over to the dam. And I put these goggles on and I, I went to dive down in the water and yeah, you really can't see anything. So there really wasn't any point in having goggles. You might as well have swum down with your eyes shut because you couldn't see anything anyway. So we then took a great big stick. We were all in the water. We had this great big long stick and we were literally um, swimming up and down the dam 
And I was moving this stick, like what felt like every inch of the bottom, trying to find anything that resembled a bike frame or a seat or a pedal. And every time I felt something hard on the bottom, one of the boys would dive down and, and they one would come back up and was like, I felt the tire. And we'd all get excited and we'd try and f- dive down and find this bike and we couldn't find it. And then one of them would be like, we found the seat. And you try and dive down again to get to that same spot. And it's so dark. It is so, so dark. You couldn't see a thing. And I swear to God, we must have been there for a, nearly an hour. And eventually, eventually one of the boys dived down, one of their friends actually, um, it was his turn to dive down and he found the tire and this time he had enough puff left, bless him, to grab the tire and he pulled this bike up. And the elation that we all felt from that moment, it was pretty phenomenal. And um, I was like, right, okay, guys, that's it. We get the bike out of the dam and that is it. No more dam biking this year until we get new pool noodles on that bike and it can be a little bit more buoyant again. But it's just like it's a completely irrelevant story. It was probably a longer share than I intended it to be. However, on reflection, there are some great learnings that we can take from it. And as much as however shitty a situation we think we're in, the way that we look at it is going to determine how we respond to it or how we experience it. So before lunch, my son was tired. He was pissed off with himself. He was probably embarrassed um, having a friend there. He was also hungry. So, and he gets like me, very, very hangry. And he was just looking at the situation with negativity. And the result of which was he did not find his bike. And not only did he not find his bike, but he probably felt even more shitty about it. After a break, and there's another thing that when we have a shit situation or we have something that we know we need to do, if we've got bad energy about it, if we've got negativity around it, we're not going to be successful in what it is that we're trying to do. So it took stopping. It took breaking the state. It took coming away from the physical environment. It took coming away from the problem mentally. And in this case, yes, it was just having a cheese toasty. But the principle I'm trying to get at here is it took physically and mentally coming away from the situation to recharge all of our states, recharge our batteries, clear our minds and focus on actually what needed to happen because me yelling at him on the bank of a dam because I was pissed off and didn't know what to do and as I say he was annoyed at himself embarrassed and tired and hungry it wasn't getting us anywhere so an hour later when we had you know refreshed ourselves if you like we were able to look at the situation through different eyes and go right what is it that we need here what do we need to do And that then um, allowed us to, as I say, get goggles, get pool noodles, get sticks, get focused on a plan that we could then implement. And when we went forth with that attitude, okay, it took slightly longer than I had hoped. We did find the bike and we were successful. And so that was clear, focused, objective thinking 
It was the resources around us that we needed. It was the support around us that we needed. And it was all of us playing our part. And so I think, as I say, it's a it's a silly little um, school holidays tale that can actually teach us a lot and give us a lot of learnings about how we can choose to approach challenges in our business. And um, we can either choose to focus on the doom and the gloom and everything that's wrong and how bad about it we feel and how hard it's going to be to overcome it. Or we can focus on the goal that we need to achieve and the things that we need to do and have in place in order to work that goal through. So that's, that's that, that's, that was, what was that? The second day into our school holidays. So who knows what the next six weeks is going to bring. I'm excited and scared at the same time. Um, You just never know what's going to happen in the Markwick household. You really don't. So there could be lots more content for lots more podcasts. Who knows? I am going to sign off now. I trust you have enjoyed the start of season two and our resilience theme. And if there's something that you would like to hear more of on the show next year, then just shoot me an email or shoot me a DM over on Insta and just let me know. You know do you want to hear more anecdotal off the cuff episodes like this? Do you want to hear more solo episodes? Do you want to hear more guest interviews? Do you want to hear more things about my thinking and what I do in my business or some of my story or, you know, do you like the, the, the facts and the um, how to's and the inspirational episodes? Let me know. Let me know what you're loving. Tag your favorite episode or share your favorite episode on Insta and tag me, Reignite Performance Coaching. I'm um, switching up my Insta back to my business profile. So everything is going to be on my business profile. From now on, I will be ceasing the real life business podcast channel because I just don't need to do two lots of work, quite frankly. So if you don't already follow me at um, Reignite Performance Coaching on Insta, then shoot on over there and give me a follow and you will keep up to date with all the latest podcast info as well. Alrighty then, remember if you want some help in defining what you want your business to be for you and what success in your business looks like for you, I will drop my free resource in the show notes to this episode so you can check that out and use this downtime to really reflect on where you want to take your business in 2022. And if you are looking for more hands-on support in getting there, then remember that I do have capacity for more clients in the hub and some new private one-on-one coaching clients. So shoot me an email, claire at reignitepc.com.au or a message on Insta or Facebook and I will get in touch and we can have a chat about which option might be right for you. I'm going to stop talking and get out of your ears. Have a wonderful Christmas and a very, very happy new year. I will be having a break. There will be no live new episode next week. But I will be back in your ears on the 5th of January with a fabulous conversation with an amazing lady, Kylie Daly. And um, she shares her story of coming back from bankruptcy. And it is an amazing, amazing, inspirational story. So I'm looking forward to sharing that one with you. Have a great Christmas, guys. See you for now. Bye-bye.